for young families when we are doing a financial plan, a will is so incredibly important. And what I suggest individuals decide on when they make a will is because you don't want this list to be exhausted, your guardianship list. You want to make at least three guardians, three successor guardians, and rank them in order, one, two, three. And if you have more than that, that's great. Again, you don't want this list to be exhausted because then the probate court will need to decide. But if you make the decision, then the decision isn't on anyone else. It's on you. And and most everybody is willing to respect your wishes. Welcome to the Emmett Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton, a certified financial planner professional. The M Advisor podcast exists to help busy professionals get an educated and clear vision about money. Talking about money is difficult enough as it is. Discover the confidence in creating a customized financial plan in a calm and casual environment. Not every professional should have the same financial plan. Everyone is different. Let's celebrate that. Every financial plan should be different too. Music used in this show is by the band Forum. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a broker-dealer, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and M Advisor are not affiliated. Welcome to the M Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton. The M Advisor Podcast comes out on payday, the 15th and 30th of each month. Today we're talking about a will. What is a will? And the jargon term for a will is last will and testament. And it is a legal document that directs your belongings, your money, all of your assets and the relationships in which you're responsible at your death. So if we back up for a second, what is a legal document? A legal document is a situation where you want to make your own decisions. So you use a legal document to do so. So in your state, whatever state you live in, they have rules and procedures for certain situations such as forming a business entity. What happens when you die? And what happens when you become incapacitated? And so there are other situations that occur, but during those times, for example, in those instances, a legal document just quite simply states you have your own way in which you want to be handled during those situations. So a will takes place after you die. If you make a will that you basically raise your hand and you tell your state, hey, I have my own opinions about how I want my things and my money and my relationships to be handled. When someone passes away, when someone dies, they enter their estate or what they leave behind goes into probate court 
And the purpose of probate court is to clear titles and to resolve debts or back taxes. And then it officially and cleanly passes assets on to beneficiaries. So probate court is actually a good thing, but probate court can be a little bit complicated and it can be emotionally difficult to deal with since the whole purpose of probate court is distributing assets after someone's died. And so if you are in probate court, you are usually there because somebody that you care about and someone you're connected to, a family member, dies. When we die, probate court ultimately decides how to handle all of your undecided items and quote-unquote loose ends. If there is a will, then a, a will is presented to the court and it is actually read aloud in court. And it's also published. So it's publicly available if you have a will without a trust. And that's a separate episode. But if you just have a will, it is public record. And probate court with or without a will could potentially be quick and easy to some degree if all beneficiaries, all guardians, all beneficial owners agree to all terms and there really aren't any complicated assets such as real estate properties, business assets. But probate can last a really, really long time with or without a will if not everybody agrees to how all of the money, items, and relationships will be handled. And if there is no will, then the jargon term is a person dies intestate or without a will. And then the state's rules and laws take over on how the estate's handled. If you do have a will, then that will dictates what happens next. And here's something that is important about a will. Maybe in my opinion, one of the most important things is that it directs your relationships at your death. What is meant by that is guardianship authority. So this is huge for young families. Guardianship is who takes care of minor children and dependents, people who are dependent on you. It could be someone who is disabled or someone who's just not of age to make their own decisions. Usually that's age 18 in most states. So if you're married and all the kids came from that same marriage, then of course your spouse will be the guardian if, if you die. But if something happens to both you and your spouse, well, what then? And so without a will, probate is really the one who will make the decision on who takes care of the kids. There may be individuals in your life who are willing, ready, and able to take on the kids, 
but maybe there are too many people who are willing, ready, and able, and they are somewhat vying for control over the kids, and you haven't made the decision on who takes the kids. So they're trying to make that decision for you. Or if there's not enough, there's no one ready and willing and able to take on the kids. Then what happens? Worst case scenario is DHS shows up and the kids end up in foster care. You know, there was a consultant that an old company I used to work for hired And that was his life story, is that his parents died, they didn't have a will, and he and his sister were separated. Basically, until he turned age 18, he didn't see his sister again. And this was, and he was like, like six, he was really young. It was really, really uh, a sad story. So he had lived in foster care because there was no will in place and there was no one who was able to take care of him. For young families, when we are doing a financial plan, a will is so incredibly important. And what I suggest individuals decide on when they make a will is because you don't want this list to be exhausted, your guardianship list. You want to make at least three guardians, three successor guardians, and rank them in order, one, two, three. And if you have more than that, that's great. Again, you don't want this list to be exhausted because then the probate court will need to decide. But if you make the decision, then the decision isn't on anyone else. It's on you, and, and most everybody is willing to respect your wishes. When you decide who takes care of the kids, what I would also recommend you do is reach out to the individuals who you have listed as successor guardians and talk to them and just maybe say something like, hey, I'm doing some basic Uh, planning for our family. If something happened to us, would you take care of our kids? And what I suggest is that you just want a loving home for your kids. And then the whole uh, financial strain that, that taking care of your kids may cause on someone else, that can be healed up and shored up with either assets that you own or even with life insurance policies. But what I typically recommend is look at the families around you in your own family and in your close friends and who is raising their kids similarly to how you are raising your kids. And where will that love for your kids be, that loving household and family? And that's really a good place to start when making that decision. One thing to add, if you don't have a will and you don't elect guardians for your kids, there could be situations where family members, maybe even distant family members, really kind of want an inheritance. So they may think about taking the kids 
and that might lead to money. Now, I know a lot of families aren't that way, but if you make a will and you name your guardians, you really more or less control the situation to where that won't be the case. But without a will, there can be some significant manipulation that comes into play. And unfortunately, sometimes kids are a part of that manipulation. Another decision that you need to make when you create a will is who will be your executor. This is the person who will carry out the requests of the will and make sure the assets and accounts go to whoever you have said they go to. And so a lot of times the executor and the guardians are going to be different individuals. That isn't necessarily always the case, but a lot of times they will be different individuals. So when you decide on your executor, and you can rank and make lists in order of who's going to be the executors, but when you decide on an executor, I recommend you communicate and ask that person, hey, if something happens to us, will you be the executor just to help step in and make sure things go as planned? And if they say yes and agree, once the will is complete, I like to see the executor have a copy of the will. And this just makes sure that this person is more or less in the loop about what's going on or where to find the will. It's one thing to create legal documents and then it's another thing to communicate these legal documents to those involved. And in my opinion, communication is just as important as creation. And so when someone is considering obtaining a will, how do you go about doing that? Well, in some states, you're allowed to handwrite your own. It's called a holographic will. But I typically don't recommend that unless you really know what you're doing. You can go online to various online wills and just get a will online. And and typically that's going to be the most cost-effective way, but that will also probably be the least customized will you can obtain. So an example of this, one of the major online will resources is LegalZoom. You can just go get a last will and testament, one for you, one for your spouse, and you list all of the items inside. And for what's called, or what I call, an I love you will. So basically my spouse gets everything I own and I get everything my spouse owns. And and then you name Uh, guardians and executors beyond that. Really, I think that might be fine to get started. When you get a real will, I recommend finding an estate planning attorney. The online will route, in my opinion, is kind of a triage maybe during, let's call it training, residency, medical school, fellowship, etc. And then When you move on to that next step, it's time to see an attorney. And and an attorney will really put down in the will much more specifically 
one, regarding the rules of your state, but then two, about what you want to see occur with your stuff. And there may be different nuances with certain assets. There may be certain rules and laws that will come into play in your favor for those items, for some of the assets or for some of the accounts. And you can essentially just take advantage of some of those situations. Additionally, when you sit down with an attorney to complete your will, you will most likely also be obtaining a trust. I am not going to discuss a trust in this particular podcast episode, but they go hand in hand and a trust is also important. Also, if you are a family with visas, like you are not a U.S. citizen, I think it's important to skip the online will resource altogether. That adds a layer of complexity where I believe it's important to go straight to an attorney for help and advice with a will, even if you are in training. Uh, Same thing if you are a blended family. So if you have maybe been in a relationship or a marriage before, and then that is no longer, and you're in a new relationship and marriage, and there are kids outside of the current relationship, then again, that adds a, a layer of complexity where I personally feel an actual attorney sitting on the other side of the table or at the the computer screen with you and and listening to you and hearing the situation and then putting a plan in place is also important. So then just to recap, a will or a, a last will and testament is a legal document where you tell your state, I have my own ideas about what I want for my money, my belongings, and my relationships. So when you create a will, you want to name an executor and you want to name guardians. Once you have those decisions established, for the most part, you're more or less ready to get started in establishing a will. I'm Paul Morton with M-Advisor. M-Advisor helps physicians with their financial plans. You can visit m-advisor.com for more information, to schedule appointments, and for more content. And thank you for being here and listening to the M-Advisor podcast.